good Thursday. Oops, shoot, it's not even Thursday. Good Tuesday evening. And welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Sitting solo for now. But uh, the man of the hour, Delonte, the man that's cool as ice and twice as nice, Junie, will be de- joining me in a matter of moments. But I'm going to go ahead and get started because we got a lot to unfurl tonight. Um, this is going to be an epic show. So <clears throat> sit back, relax, strap on your seatbelt. Screw your wig on tight, because here we go. First off, recapping Wild Card Sunday. Ah, Kansas City Chiefs, 22. Cleveland Browns, 17. Uh, just moves the Chiefs into the AFC Championship game to face the boss BJ's Buffalo Bills. This is the third year in a row uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have hosted the AFC championship game and the only other coach to ever host three championship games back to back to back are Andy Reid and Andy Reid. He did it in Philly because if you remember back and during that time, uh, Philly was NFC championship game five years in a row, I believe. And with this win, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs set up a rematch of <laughs> funny, but uh, the AFL championship game in 1966, where the Kansas City Chiefs knocked off the defending AFL champion Buffalo Bills 31 to 7. So, uh, Lynn Dawson was the MVP of that game. So, we're gonna see if history repeats itself, which I kind of sort of hope it does not. I would love to see <clears throat> Buffalo beat Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a little nicked up there. Um, they said it was a stinger. Then they said it was a concussion. So we don't know. You know, they kind of playing coy with it. But he was 21 to 30, 255 and a touchdown. Uh, he also ran three times for 14 yards. Williams, 13 carries, 78 yards. The cheetah. Ty- Tyreek Hill, and, you know, we were talking about him Sunday, and Delonte and BJ called him a cheat code. He is. He, he is uh, a severe cheat code. Uh, eight catches, t- 110 yards. Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, uh, best tight end in the league, eight catches, 109 yards. But the Browns, you know, they had a little fight in them. <clears throat> they made it further than anybody thought. Baker Mayfield, 23 of 37, 204, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, Nick Chubb, 13 carries, 69 yards. Kareem Hunt gave you six carries, 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Higgins, five receptions, 88 yards. Not much from Juice Landry, seven catches, 20 yards and a touchdown. <clears throat> not a whole, whole lot. Uh, not a lot from uh, Hooper, two catches, 16 yards, but. Kansas City is headed to the AFC Championship game. Uh, they'll host it. Buffalo coming into town. Um, you know, Andy Reid is going to pull out all the stops to try to be a repeat champion. Um, Buffalo has to be ready. They have to be ready. You 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 got to throw everything, the kitchen sink, the bathroom tub, and everything at Patrick Mahomes to get him off of his game, get him off his rocker, get him uncomfortable and win this game. So that's uh, something that has to happen. And we're joined now by the man that's, that's cool as ice, twice as nice as a day in his damn life, and that is Junior. Hey, hey, hey. What's the deal? How you doing? Good, man, good. Just sitting here, um, sitting here talking about Kansas City, uh, beating the Browns Sunday night, uh, 22-17, third AFC championship game in a row that they're hosting. Uh, 
no concrete pick, but I, I was saying that uh, Buffalo has to throw out everything, the kitchen sink, the bathroom tub. They got to throw everything at Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, coming over to the NFC, what could have been and possibly was Drew Brees' final game in the NFL, uh, the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers, 30, the New Orleans Saints, 20. Um, Drew Brees did not have the greatest of games. for, And I, I, it hurts to see him go out like this. 19-34, 134, a touchdown and three picks. Look like my quarterback. <laughs> anybody knows me, anybody listens to this show, you already know that uh I'm a Drew Brees fan. And I think he's he's one he's got to be top 5 prolific passer of all time. Uh but to have a game like this it hurts. I mean especially now if they would have won, I don't think it would have hurt as bad. But it hurt. Uh Alvin Kamara, 18 carries, 85 yards. Uh, Smith, three catches, 85 yards. You know who didn't have a catch that game, Junie? Who was that? Michael Thomas. He was shut out wow. the whole game. No catches, you know no what, yards. And you know what I, mean? I was just thinking, man? Uh, I don't think New England, I mean, New Orleans did too bad. It's just that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense was just on point. Mm-hmm. They watched they the hell out of some video. They did, and they were well prepared because they were they were sitting on routes waiting for the ball to come. And it's but it's like Breeze wasn't he wasn't seeing the field like Drew Breeze normally does, and that that was kind of scary. So, uh, speaking even, of the, even even shutting Al Camaro down, how many touchdowns he scored? I don't, did Camaro have a touchdown? Hold on, let me see. I, got I don't think right so. Here. Kamara had 18 carries, 85 yards, no touchdowns. <clears throat> See, they, they were playing some defense, man. Yeah, they were. Because Alvin Kamara did not get out. Uh, exactly, exactly. Tom Brady was 18-33, 199, and a two TDs. Um, Tampa Bay ran the ball like it was nobody's business. 17 carries from Fournette, 63 yards. Jones, 13 carries, 62 yards. Even Tom Brady got in five carries, two yards, and a touchdown on a quarterback sneak. Uh, Cameron Brait, four catches, 50 yards. I've been looking for this dude all season, and I found him in the playoffs. Um, Fournette had five catches, 44 yards. Godwin, four catches, 34 yards. So I, I, I've been looking for him. I'm going to be honest, man, and that's Tampa Bay didn't even use all their weapons <clears throat> uh, that night. Did, did Gronk ha- have a catch? One catch, 14 yards. Yeah, see, I think against Green Bay, they're going to use everybody. Exactly. I don't think Antonio Brown was healthy either. Uh, he had one catch for 10 yards. Evans had one catch for three yards. And we got What's the man of the hour, Delonte, joining us. What's good? What's good? Junior, what's good, brother? Yeah, what's up, baby? Got me clapping. <laughs> Got me over here clapping for that. <laughs> so, with this win, Tampa Bay has a showdown with Green Bay in the frozen tundra of Lambeau. They said that the weather is going to be cold. It's going to be below 30. Might even be a hint of snow in the forecast. I think that I think it plays the, the weather element would put to any quarterback's uh, advantage because Brady, you know, he spent so many years in uh, in Boston. You know, he he's used to it, and then A Rod, that's that's all he knows. But yeah, well, you just get out of the elevator. Nah, that sounds like washing clothes. I know that anyway. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Hey man, Tom Brady will be ready for the weather, but I don't think them other uh, Florida and Tampa Bay boys will be ready. But um, 
it, it'll be a good game, I think, man. Green Bay, they're going to have to p- play an A game. They're going to have to bring the A game for this game. True indeed. Uh, looking over the rest of the NFL, um, we got a lot of hirings, a lot of them that I don't agree with. We talked about Urban Meyer the other night. Um, what was that? That was Thursday night. We talked about Urban Meyer. The the Jets hired uh, Robert Saleh of the 49ers. Um, Falcons hired Arthur Smith. The Lions are, I believe they made it official and hired Dan Campbell uh, of the pay, um, of the Saints. I'm sorry. Uh, still jobs open. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Houston Texans open. Um, I heard Anthony Lynn is going to accept the offensive coordinator job under Urban under Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, which does not sit too well with me. Me? So he gonna step down, or did he get released from uh, the charges? No, you know, the charges fired him. They fired him on Black Monday, which was surprising to me. With everything that he's gone through, he's went through. He lost his franchise quarterback in Phillip Rivers, so he went into this season with Terod Taylor and a rookie in Justin Herbert. Terod Taylor I got hurt. Justin Herbert, right? Justin Herbert balled out. I thought he did a hell of a job. I think he did too. I mean, they they kind of stumbled a little bit, but they surged down the stretch. You know, after that Patriots loss where they got beat, I think thirty five to nothing, they surged down the stretch. But even with the injuries and the things that he's had to deal with the last two to three years, you still fired him after a seven and nine season. That should have been a four and twelve season, but he finished right. seven and nine, and he got fired. I didn't agree with him being fired. I, I didn't know that. I, I don't agree with that either. And uh, Philly is looking at Josh McDaniel. I know that Why? for a fact too. Why? I don't know. Hey, Delonte, ain't that your man's? Wasn't Josh McDaniels in your camp at one time? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. But you know what I'm saying? And and, and this it, his campaign that started out promising, six and zero. And then after that, we just lost, 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 and just kept losing. And then just losing was the way of life. So we had to fire his ass. Hey, you mean Josh McDaniel was at Denver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. How how many years ago was that? Because I thought he was with New England for what the last. Seven, eight uh, years, I thought. Cal Orton, he was our quarterback. Yeah, quite a diabolical team. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Matter of fact, Josh McDaniels was the one who drafted Tim Tebow. He's responsible oh, okay. for that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, a, a, a hiring that happened that's close to the horizon. I, I haven't heard anything official just yet. They said they're finalizing everything. Uh, the Washington football team is bringing in Marty Herney, former GM of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, him and Ron Rivera. He actually is the man that hired Ron Rivera in Carolina. So to have him back here, well, them two back together, uh, and he's actually worked for the organization once before. He was here in 88 and 89 as a public relations uh, exec. Then he moved to San Diego with Bobby Bethard and worked as assistant general manager with Bobby Bethard till 97. Took over with the Carolina Panthers in 98 as director of football administration. The following year, director of player operations. And then uh, 2002 to 2012, he was the general manager. Walked away for a little bit. Then 2017 to 2020, he was the general manager. And if I'm not mistaken, in, in both of those stretches, they went to the Super Bowl. So, and then on top of that, he's a local guy. Went to Good Council High School and Catholic University in D.C. from Wheaton, Merlin. So, welcome home, Marty Herney, because I've, I'm reading now, it is official. Uh, They're calling him the general manager, but he will still report to Riverboat Ron. Wow, that's what's up. So, uh, hopefully, we can get a little magic from that because everybody was saying, "Well, I don't see why they why is he hiring somebody familiar?" But you got to have familiarity because they want Ron to take off, take away a little bit of the responsibility on the executive side, 
and have more, you know, so he can focus more on the field side, which I think is good. But if he's going to do that, you got to have somebody you trust on the executive side. So I agree with it. I applaud it. Um, am I over the moon about it? Nah, I got to find I got to see where it's going to go first. What about you, gentlemen? What's your thoughts? Not, not to be uh, all on the race. We can't hear words you saying, Delante. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, is this the average? You're gone away again. <laughs> he get he get loud for a minute and then go right back away. Delonte, you're too far away. Y'all hear me now? Yeah, we got you now. All right. Y'all Uh I believe he is a white man. Okay. So eh? I mean We'll see how this works. You got to get them together, see what they do in the draft, see how the season goes, because whether anybody wants to admit it or not, Washington is ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. In 2019, they went 3-13. and 13. In 2020, they went 7-9 with a division East, uh, East, NFC East division title. 2021, if they can go 11-5, 10-6, I mean, you can see the improvement. So, we just got to see how it works. Um, sticking with the NFL, I got a question. Well, jump back a little bit. It's yes and no question to both of you gentlemen. Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer, yes or no? Hell yes. Oh, yeah. What? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping in like a, with a shark, you know, shark in the water. Hell yeah. What? Yes. Dude, the throwing for over a hundred, a hundred thousand yards. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you got what you think, Cam? Of course, of course. Yeah, that's that's no doubt. But I, I told y'all this morning I was going to ask y'all a dumb question, and that was my dumb question for the night. Um, now sticking with the NFL before we move to NBA, Deshaun Watson. Give me three trade destinations for Deshaun Watson because he's seeking a trade. He he he's not feeling the love in Houston. And I think that's 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 poor on Houston's part not to make your star quarterback, your franchise quarterback, feel the love. But you've taken away every single weapon he had. So give me three trade destinations. I go first. They already talking about the Jets, okay? They saying the Jets should look out, look for him. Uh, they ain't talking about the 49ers. They saying 49ers should go look for him. Uh and uh, let me see who else. Uh, y'all don't know how bad I want to see Pittsburgh. <laughs> but Deshaun Watson can go anywhere, man, and just be and just turn the team around. Let's say not Carolina Panthers. Uh, so they, I couldn't believe they put the Forty Niners in the mix too. But for some reason, they they're not sold on Garoppolo long term. Yeah, I see. So, so I, I would take what that. that is. Yeah, I, I was confused on that one. Um, wow, that's a good question. You go, Kevin. Give me your three. Well, go let let Delonte go. I got my three. Go ahead, Delonte. All right. Uh, my three is uh, San Francisco. I think they've been got one more season left. Thank you, my brother. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I mean, that with the utmost respect. Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and a wild card team, New England. Mm, I didn't, I, you know what? I didn't take in, in, into uh, consideration New England. Yeah, I think, I, I think Belichick even really elevated this kid's game to the next level. Uh, I got Miami. Miami's every one everybody talking about. They're talking about trading him and Tua straight up, because now all of a sudden, uh, you know, Tua mania is over. 
nobody in, in Miami is feeling Tua. They don't think he's long-term. So Miami's one. Pittsburgh's two. And three, I would say the Jets, but I, I don't give the Jets uh, – you know, the Jets are not smart enough to put together a package. I mean, they got the, 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 the picks to do it, but I don't think the Jets are smart enough to put together a package. Um, if you let Adam Gase stay for the whole entire season – you ain't smart enough to put together a package. That's just my opinion. Oh my God, I agree. My my my, my third landing spot. Not even gonna lie to you. He gonna stay in the state of Texas, Dallas. Wow, that's a, right. I hate to see that. That's a good pick. Because, hey, you know what, yeah. man? I'm gonna tell you another pick. I don't think they feeling Kirk Cousins too much in in Minnesota, y'all. If I'm not mistaken, his contract is up. Once the new league I, starts, I think he will be up too. Hey, before we get any further, man, hey, they, uh, Delonte, Delonte, did he go? No, he ain't going nowhere. I like the way he sound. Man, he sound like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm on me. What's going on? Nah, I like that sound, man. I made me want to climb in the washing machine. You sound like that too. You give it an age <laughs> when you talk. You sound like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well moving on we're gonna switch gears real quick um hey hey care hey yes, last thing last thing uh i also read about patrick mahone's mother was giving man giving the blues to the, uh that uh the, de- the defender that hit her son Ooh, they hit the patrick mahomes Ooh, yeah Ooh. man the mother was giving that um that guy the cleveland brown guy some 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 slack man she ain't she ain't play with that. I, hey, you don't mess with mama's baby. When you, yes, when y'all get a chance, y'all look check that out. Y'all look that up. <laughs> she, Matt Wilson was his name. Go ahead. Uh switching gears. Uh we're gonna jump over into a little NBA. Now Delonte brought this to my attention. I sat down and I read uh this article and I started doing you know, I started digging, doing my due diligence so I know what I'm what I'm talking about tonight. Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, the headline is they're looking to either trade or release this young gentleman. Now, he was just picked last draft. Not the draft pack, not 2020, 2019. First round, 30th overall by the Milwaukee Bucks and then traded to uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, his rookie year, he played 50 games, started three, uh, averaged 10 points a game, 3.2 rebounds and 2.2 assists. Uh, he shot 33.5% from three point, uh, 44% from the floor, and he averaged about 23 minutes. Um, he's from uh, Seattle, Washington, six foot four guard uh, out of USC. But my man came into the locker room a few days ago and went off. Because they gave his old locker to Torian Prince. And it got to the point that he got loud. Uh, the GM came in and tried to talk about it. He was still loud. They said he was so irate that he's cussing. He's throwing food. He threw a fit. And um, now he's taking time away from the team. Because uh, on November 15th, he was charged... Uh, in a single car accident for improper handling of a firearm in a vehicle. Uh, but the, the grand jury decided not to press charges on a gun charge or misdemeanor on charges of him driving without a license. All those charges were dropped. So he's taking time to get his personal life together. That's why he's away from the team right now. And the, uh, the, the blockbuster trade that brought James Harden to uh, Brooklyn, Torian Prince, was sent to Cleveland, a part of that deal. It was a four-team deal. So they gave him Kevin Porter Jr.'s locker. Uh, they moved him down to the other end of the locker room where they put the guys at the end of the, the young guys that are on the end of the bench all together. So they put him down there. Um, question for you two gentlemen. What it... <laughs> Reading this story, everything I just said, everything you know, um, what are you guys' thoughts on it? 
I'll sit back. I'll listen. I'll have. Hey, first of all, I, hey, look, I'm sorry. I, I just want to add this. All right. You respect your elders, first of all. Prince is 26 years old. Uh, Porter is only a 20-year-old kid acting like this, acting like a spore-riding kid, man. And it don't make no sense. I like the way they uh, they show, show an example. I like the way they got rid of him. Somebody would pick him up because the kid is only 20 years old. But to act like that, the way he's acting, is unheard of. It don't make no sense. That's what happened when them young boys get those millions of dollars, man. They don't, don't know how to act. That's all I got to say. Go ahead, Delonte. Hey, um, y'all hit me? Yeah. Okay. So, I, I did a little bit of thinking on the kids, but apparently, uh, there's been behavior problems since the day of Seattle. Right? You got to get a little louder there, a little louder. Okay, can you hear me now? Or now? Okay. So, there's been behavior problems since way back when with this dude. But it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, he's so talented, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the teams are willing to risk, you know, the, the, the troubles that come with him, period. Uh, he got some trouble in high school. He was, uh, like, suspended for a game or so at the USC. Um, and then now in Cleveland, it's, it's like nothing's changed. But the thing is, it is on a professional level, they will wave your ass quick, you know, get you out of the organization because no one wants a locker on campus. And for you to have a, a hissy fit over a damn locker, that's, that, that spells big signs of immaturity. Right. So, you know, I, I hope you take this experience, learn from it, you know what I'm saying? To learn from it, like, I'm still getting a check. You know what I'm saying? I'm still supporting my family. There's a lot of people out here, well, a lot of NBA hopefuls, that's still getting up at six in the morning, going to like these parks or going to like the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like getting the conditioner. They they trying to get this shot in the league. Probably humble dudes too. This guy he in the league, acting. You know what I'm saying? Just acting just a, a, a straight plum boot. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I did some digging on, on Porter Jr. It's been going on for a while, but hopefully, this humbles him because. But what I'm, I'm reading, um, it, it's probably going to be a straight-up wave in Cleveland. They're going to eat the salary situation because there are really no, uh, no trade partners that emerge from any of this. Because this dude, man, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's a professional. You, you have to treat yourself as a professional. You know, you can't, you can't be out here, you know what I'm saying, ranting, raving over a stupid-ass locker. Right. No locker. I, I take the paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Give me a, you know what I'm saying? Give me a, a, a bet minimum deal. That is, that is still for my family in a way better situation. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't doing bad. We doing, we doing all right. But NBA money? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be smarter, man. Sorry for the rant, y'all. But that, that, that's fine. That's fine. Do you know? I, I, I agree. Yeah. This I agree wholeheartedly. This, this kid was born in 2020, y'all. Kevin Porter Jr. was born in 2020. 20 years old. I would like to see his contract. Must be a big one for him to act like he had, the way he acted. Standard rookie contract. Oh, okay. Uh, da, 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 uh, they, yeah, it's a standard rookie contract for being uh, selected 30th. But I agree with you, gentlemen. I mean, to go off about a locker... Is um, it's sad. It's really, really sad. Uh, you could have handled that a different way, or you could, you know, you and everybody, people on the team are saying they don't want him on the team because he's messing with the chemistry. That's bad. That's bad when your peers say they don't want you on the team because you're messing up the chemistry. It's bad. Um, I, I honestly hope he gets the help that he needs to get over, you know, the personal issues, the hump that he's on right now. So, and I hope it's brighter days for him. And, you know, he's able to go to the rookie symposium next year and talk about his struggles and everything. So 
That's just my opinion. That's what I feel. But I, I don't want to see a young guy like this tossed out in the street and never get another chance. Right. Now, if he gets another chance and he does it again, then he gets another chance and does it again, and he gets another chance and does it again, that, then you know it's no helping. So we don't know. Even Cleveland doesn't know what's going on inside that young man's head. So uh, all we can do is keep him uplifted and hope that he 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 fights whatever's going on and he overcomes it. And I mean, I feel like that about any and everybody. So uh, next topic. Now, this is one that uh you know I'm, I'm i'm trying to get the bad stuff out the way because i want to end this show on a high note now i was called I, I i commented on this topic online uh maybe i think it was about it was sunday night was it sunday night no it was saturday night matter of fact i commented on this that's when the story broke uh jackie mcmullen she uh did a podcast with uh Bill Simmons and uh Ryan Rossillo, and she was talking about a conversation she had with Kyrie. And this is what she said verbatim. She was said, she said, I was thinking about all the conversations I've had with Kyrie Irving through the years. One of them I had, I don't know, two years ago. We got into an argument about, you know, something, and he's like, Well, there shouldn't be an NBA draft. Players should be able to go where they want to go. We're not someone's property. And I'm like, yeah, dude. That's yeah, you are, dude. That's the way it works. That's why you get paid all these millions. Everybody lost their fucking mind. And my comment was, and I, I was called a Uncle Tom, a Sambo, a Coon. I was called a buffoon. I was called ignorant. I was called several names. And, you know, name calling doesn't bother me. I, I, I don't care what you call me. Just don't call me too late to eat. <laughs> but my comment was she didn't say anything wrong. She told the truth. She just didn't sugarcoat it. Now, the reason why I say this. When you're drafted into the NBA, even if you don't sign a contract, i.e. with foreign players, That NBA team, if the Wizards drafted Junie right now, that team owns Junie's rights. Now, she what? I don't know. I can't say how she was saying it, but the way I took it is, yeah, you, you your rights are their property. Not you as a person. Your rights are the property of the team that drafted you. Now, maybe she shouldn't have said property. Maybe she shouldn't. Well, Kyrie said property. Maybe she shouldn't agree with property and she maybe chose another word. I think that was a bad choice of words. But what what I took it that she was saying is they kind of so you know NBA contracts kind of they control you you know if it wasn't for Michael Jordan no NBA player could play basketball outside of the NBA you couldn't play basketball in a driveway no none of that because if you got hurt doing it you would lose your con you would lose your contract and that's called the for the love of the game calls that's in most contracts now. I understand what she's saying, but everybody takes that. And I, this is what I hate. I hate when people take an issue and make it a race issue when you shouldn't. But the issues that are race issues. In sports, i.e. How black players are treated in the NHL by fans. I.e. how black quarterbacks are treated in the NFL as a whole. Those are race issues. How black coaches are treated in sports. Those are race issues. But nobody wants to take up in arms about that. We say something about Colin Kaepernick and that's a race issue. People tell you you're reaching. Well, I'm telling people they're reaching about this whole Jackie McMullen thing that you're reaching. If you don't want, I, granted, property is the wrong term. But the teams that draft you, they control your rights. They own your rights. Until they either retain your rights or they renounce your rights. They own your rights. They control where you move. They control your image and your likeliness to a certain extent. But everybody got up in arms because she said, you know, 
because she agreed with property. And see, one thing that I have a problem with, and I've said it on this show many times before, people that have a job, and it don't matter if you work in a warehouse, it don't matter if you work in the field, it don't matter if you work in, 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 in if you play in the NBA. When you sit around and you compare your job, oh, they working me like a slave ship. I hate that. I hate it with a goddamn passion. Slaves didn't get paid. You did menial labor and got your ass whooped with no pay. Don't ever compare, don't, don't ever compare your, your five, six, seven, eight, nine-figure job to a slave ship because you got to do some hard work. Don't compare it to a fucking plantation because you got to do some work. You're getting paid. What she said, okay. You want to be go through semantics about a fucking word? Go through semantics about it, but make it in a race issue. It's not even a race issue. She's not saying, well, they own you, Kyrie. You do what they say. Because if that was the case, Kyrie would have been playing the last couple of weeks, right? Or am I, am I, am I alone in that assumption? No, you were right. I agree. And speaking of which, he is coming back tomorrow night, I heard. But yeah, he better. I, I, I'm not my fantasy saying, basketball team. So no. <laughs> I'm not saying that what she said was 100% right, but she just said something that was not sugarcoated. And she's not saying, oh, they, they own you as in a slave ownership, as your property. I, I get that. Property is the wrong word, but they retained his rights. Now, you gentlemen, Tell me what you think, please. Uh, I, man. Well, well, first off, can y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, all right, good. I have technical difficulties all night, but um, I, I, I think, I think in hindsight, um, it is kind of true, but I think that's one of the things she clearly could have should have come to herself. You know what I'm saying? Um, first of all, did she is she did she lose her job over that comment, or is she still? No, sir, she did not. Okay, all right. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I don't think she meant me meant me like harm, harm by it. You know what I'm saying? And then for one that cost one to sample or queen over, you know, saying your opinion, that's just that's a little too that's a little too far. But hey, you know, people, man, ignorance. Um, but. I mean, I, I looked at it, and you know, I guess the the, the term property, I, I can see it from both sides. Like, you know, property, you know, so I guess like back in the day, like, you know, slave owners, they looked at, you know, the the slave or slave masters, they looked at, the, you know, the slaves as like, you know, property. Uh, and I guess you know we're trying to get away from that today. You know, of course, the boy old Agent Orange, um, you know, he. Kind of brought back a, a, a '60s type of element. Y'all catch my drift. Um, so you know, yeah, I think we're trying to get away from terms like that. But as far as like like the work by property, like yeah, like he he is under contract. He is an employee. Um, so in a sense, I I can you know say I can see how she she came to the property. So that's why I'm kind of like 50-50 on that. I can definitely see it from both sides. Judy? Well, I'm uh, sitting up here reading about her now, and uh, I, uh, I, I, I do feel like you said, like you shouldn't have used the word property. Um, it could have been a better word to use. Um, it all it, it started two years ago when she was on a podcast. I think she was saying something like to Ben Simmons, and it was like uh, they felt like we should not be. It shouldn't be a a draft. We should be able to go to any team we want to. And uh, and she was like, "No, no, no! It doesn't go like that. You all, you guys are property." You know, and she was just saying that's why it's it's an NBA draft. You guys are somebody's property. 
So I, I, I'm like you, Kevin. I, I, I don't. She's been covering NBA, and she's one of the best uh, women sports reporters out there. But at that time, I think she just used the wrong word. We know what she meant, but it's a lot of people going to take that and run with it. I really don't think she meant anything racist. Uh, I wouldn't even put racial in that comment for real. I just think as a white woman reporter, she chose the wrong word to use. But reading it, I know what she meant. Kevin, I'm sure you 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 also know what she meant. So, yeah, I just but, think she used the wrong word, wrong choice I, of words. I, I can agree with that because I'll say this: being a fan of hers, seeing her on around the horn and things like that, um, I've never got that vibe from her. Exactly. Now, granted, I don't know her personally. Now, if we talking somebody like David Aldrich, who I've met personally. And is one of the coolest people that you'll ever meet in life. Um, I, I can say, you know, I never got that vibe from David Aldridge being face to face with him. But I've never met Jackie McMullen face to face. Now, I didn't take that as a racial shot. But everybody wanted to turn it racial. And, you know, they, they tried to attack me. But it was a lot of people that. You know, like what I said, like the comment, but they they understood what I was saying. It, it's not that. Okay, the NBA is a players' league. It's starting to turn more into a players' league now, where players have more control. The NFL, it's pretty much you do what we say, or you don't get paid. MLB is more of a players' league. Um, NHL is more of a players' league because I think their contracts are guaranteed. Is the only one that's not guaranteed. So, like Jerry Jones, let's that, prime example. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, doing the whole uh, social injustice things and the kneeling for the anthem. Jerry Jones wouldn't allow his teams to kneel. Pretty much, if you if you took a knee during the national anthem or you didn't come out of the locker room, you was gone. Jerry Jones said, you put that cowboy uniform on, you're going to tow that line. You know, basically, he said, look here, boy, you do what I tell you to do. And they did it. Whether you agree with it or not, they did it. Now, I, everybody say, well, that wasn't nothing. They're just doing their job. You're not supposed to do political things at your job. We do political things every day at our jobs. Everybody does. And see, that's people people look at this and they look at that and they say it's two different situations. One's a racial issue, one's not. One's just a wording issue. It's semantics. You getting bent out of shape about a word. And these same people that call me all kinds of names, and I, I found it absolutely hilarious. I told BJ, I said, Man, I am loving this. I love when the black hat and being the villain. Especially if it's my opinion. I didn't say you had to believe it. I said it's my opinion. But I love being a villain anyway. But to call me all these names and you act like words hurt me. I don't get bent out of shape about words. You can call me anything. Well, what would you do if somebody called you a nigga? Okay. See, the word nigga, you put a color on it. I didn't. I took the color out of it. Because it means lazy and shiftless. And it's lazy and shiftless people are all colors. So that word doesn't bother me. Words don't hurt me. Now, we start talking actions, that's different. But words don't hurt. And somebody got bent out of shape about a word. A word. So, hey, I'm hey Kevin. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin. I, I, I really do. I love the way you put that. And I hope there, I hope it's a lot of people out there listening to learn that what you just said, I love the terminology. Um, a few years ago, they put the word owner out there. I think it was Draymond Green about three years ago. And he he was trying to change it up farther and use the word owner. I don't know, Kevin. I'm like you. It's like you, you guys out there getting paid millions. And y'all let a little word like that bother y'all when it's been like that for years. I don't know. I'm just like you, Kevin. Stuff like that don't bother me. 
I hey. wish, man, you can call me what you want to call me, and, and I'm getting paid millions. Oh my God, I'd be Sambo. <laughs> but Hell, I get on the back of my jersey. <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's one thing to call me those names, but I'm true in my belief. If in, anybody that knows me personally, you can go up and down my 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 Facebook uh uh my Facebook uh page. You can go up and down my Instagram timeline, my Instagram page, and you know I'm true to myself. I'm true to my 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 race. I'm true to my color. I'm true to my people. <sighs> So to be called those names now, if I was not living in the truth that I live in, then I get upset. But I know the truth that I live in. These are absolutely people I've never met. I probably would never meet in person. They're strangers. A stranger's opinion of me don't put food on my table. It don't put gas in my car. So your opinion of me, it means absolutely dick. I could give two drops of monkey piss what you think of me. Personally. Exactly. You don't know me. And see, people take that one comment and they swear up and down they know you can't judge me off of one comment. Because over the last 39 years, I done made comments about things. Youth being young and not knowing anything. Youth, youthful exuberance. And it's other times that I've made comments that actually made sense. But you can't judge me off of none of those comments. To know me is to love me. So if you, if you don't know me, you can't love me. So that's fine. But I'm not mad about it. I don't care about it. I don't care what anybody has to say because I live in my truth every day. My, 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 my brothers, y'all too, y'all know me. Y'all, you know, BJ, uh, Jim, everybody, y'all, People's Choice, Nubian Sumo, y'all know me. So y'all know what I'm about. People on the internet that sit behind keyboards, internet thugs that are bust a cap locking, they don't know me. I'm, I'm good with that. But this right here, in my opinion, I mean, you can feel about it. Anybody else can feel about it the way they want to feel about it. In my opinion, I don't think she meant any malice by it. I didn't take any malice by it as a black man. And Delon, uh, Joni, what you said about... uh. Draymond Green trying to change the name owner. But the thing is, when you start a business and you're running that business, one of the greatest feelings in the world when you have your own business is seeing your name with a comma and then owner behind it. That means you own the business. Granted, you don't own the personnel, but you own the business. I, that's like they wanted to change the name owner for the team's uh, they wanted to change. Uh, let's not call it the master bedroom anymore. And they started making up all these different Internet theories of where the name master bedroom came from. Oh, it was from slavery and this, that and other. But these are the same people that tell you that Black Friday was started during the slave trade where they sold slaves at a discounted price the day after Thanksgiving. These are the same people that tell you that because, you know, everything started then, you know. That's when every everything in, 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 in black history started was in slavery. But I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and preach, but I'm going to say this. Slavery wasn't the start of black history. It was the interruption of black history. Remember that. We were great before slavery. We were great after slavery. Slavery is just a footnote. But it's not our existence. It doesn't define who we are as black people. And I'll leave it at that. I'm going to go ahead and back off because I already feel it coming. So I'm going to go ahead and back off. Hey, before you back off, I want to say this, man. One night, if you ever, ever want to decide to put your robe on and preach, I will be right here to listen to you, my brother. All right, carry on. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, but I, I felt the ball and I said, let me go ahead and back off. But uh, we're going to end this thing. We're going to end this thing on, on, on a positive note. Um, Kyrie Irving. Like I said earlier, Delonte say he got him in fantasy basketball. I swear I hope he got him in fantasy basketball because that dude will come back and ball his ass off tomorrow night. But he said he just needed a pause. He'll be back tomorrow night. But what he did, he bought George Floyd's family a house. Um, Steven Jackson uh, reported it uh, uh, on the, rem the rematch podcast. That uh, Kyrie bought George Floyd's family a house, man. I, I, all I can say is that that's one of that's a selfless act 
because he didn't have to. Everything that Kyrie does with his own money, nobody's putting a gun to his head and having him do it. He doesn't That's right. That's beautiful, man. That is absolutely beautiful. Weeks uh, and weeks and weeks ago, I talked junk about Kyrie, and I, but I love what he did with to the, with uh, George Floyd's family. I love it. Kyrie, if you're listening, man, great job. I think that's an awesome uh, thing you did. And uh, if you ever want to buy us a house, we're right here. Skyline <laughs> Jones. <Jones. laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it don't, it don't hurt to help. I mean, hurt to ask, but I mean, but that is, that's absolutely awesome. It is. Skyline Junkie Studio. We wait, waiting to see it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to say this because I've definitely been on this case the past few weeks. I I, I definitely I applaud it 100%. He didn't have to do it. And you don't hear a lot of stories about individuals buying families a house, period. Right. You don't hear about right. That. So I applaud Kyrie um, for that. That's a, a very great gesture. Um, you know, and I also have to... Uh, Give him props because he he actually apologized to the fans. Uh, well, you know, and, and, and he did take time out to explain, you know, some personal things. You know, he had to take a step back from the game. You know, saying like now I, I I can respect that. I can respect that response because sometimes we all need to take a pause and kind of step back from things to kind of regroup. Um, you know, he felt that's what he needed to do. Um, team got better while he was gone so when he comes back they're gonna be even more better um but he you know I, I i like that he took time out to apologize to the fans because you know he like he said in his press conference he himself he was a he's a, a fan of the game he remember coming up he wanted to see his favorite you know what I'm saying players uh hit the court so you know what i'm saying he got fans out there he got kids that be like oh curry that's my favorite player you know what i'm saying and, and to not see him for like a week, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of disheartening. So for him to apologize, I think that was that was that was pretty noble of him for real. So I gotta give him props. I agree. I agree too. Uh, you know, they say that uh, the 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 insurrection at the Capitol, which is just a week and a half ago. What, what's this? It was on the sixth. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. It was two weeks. It'd be two weeks ago tomorrow. And it don't. It seemed like it's it's been so long going. So much has happened, but he they said that that affected him deeply. So, uh, I mean, he he's got his finger on the pulse um, of the people and things that are affecting us that you wouldn't think would affect a multimillionaire. It it did. So. Uh, last but not least, and another feel-good story, and you guys are going to love this, um, Delonte West, you know, he was on the streets. He was here in uh, the DMV, uh, down Rivertown, matter of fact. Uh, they uh, they said he was down in Texas. Mark Cuban got a hold of him, got him in rehab. He's uh, He did, uh, I don't know the, the official term, but he did his therapy with horses. And got himself together. Now he's landed a job at the rehab facility down in Florida. So my man's getting, he's on the road to recovery. Uh, he is going to be working um, at the facility that helped get him clean to help others. I love it. You should have put the applaud doors in it. I, I'm going to applaud. Hey, you I know like what? That. I got you. That, that is I right, right that. there. That's for Delonte West, man. Big up. Keep doing your thing, my brother. I mean, it's it's beautiful because yes. it's it's been a long road to recovery for him. And to when I heard that this morning, um, I I, I I'm not even gonna lie. I yelled out, "Yes, yes!" because it was absolutely positively, yes, sir, feel good moment right there. That put tears in your eyes, man. I'm so. Happy to hear that, man. I'm so happy to hear that. And, you know, they say he has a strong uh, support system. You know, uh, he, he, a lot of people reached out to help him. Doc Rivers, Jameer Nelson, uh, 
of course, Mark Cuban reached out before he actually got a hold of him. A lot of people. I mean, even people in, in the area here, you know, and all, he never asked for anything. He just asked, he just wanted uh he just wanted um to be left alone. But now he's got the help that he needs, and now he's getting ready to go and help others. And tons of support. Yes. So I'm happy to hear that. Uh, we are hitting the 55-minute mark, so it's our time to get out of here, gentlemen. Uh, any last thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, yes. Oh, go ahead. You, you I, I just want I just want to give y'all guys some homework for the night. Um, I want you guys to get your families together and write down a list of some things that you want Bad News Junior to purchase for you. Because after tonight, my Mega Millions ticket will be called, and I will be coming looking for you and your families to do my dude, do my deed, and helping y'all out because y'all are my brothers. Hey, I appreciate it. And, and <laughs> I, I give my list on air. A house. <laughs> well, look, that's a part of my list too—a house. <laughs> my man. Look, look, the house that I want is right around the corner from where I'm at, and it's only three hundred and fifty-three thousand. So, no problem. You just take me to the house. We get it. We get it purchased. Shoot, uh, Delonte. I want to. Uh, I know I'm, I'm probably. I'm, well, I'm definitely like a couple weeks early, but I want to salute um, the, the boss. You know what I'm saying? The program director, you know what I'm saying? The originator of this. Uh, our man BJ, a um, couple of weeks this man, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be jumping a broom. I want to see him. You know what I'm saying? Gray hairs, all that. You know what I'm saying? So I you know, just want to salute our brother. BJ and my sister Jackie on the upcoming nuptial. Congratulations. Yes, indeed. Congratulations. So you, you know what that means now, right? What's that? So now that they've been together for a while, but now that means once she marries into the family, when she cook, we get plates now. No doubt. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm down for that all the way around the board. Hey, and, and on BJ, man, I do want to put out there that I want to congratulate him. And he's a big fan of the Buffalo Bills. I remember when BJ was riding around the DMV with that black expedition with that big Buffalo Bill helmet on the side of his door. <laughs> I mean, they were the sorriest team in the NFL, but he represented. He never gave up on his team. And now they're going what, to the, what is this, the AFC championship game. Yep, yes indeed. So I gotta say congratulations to BJ and his boys and for him supporting his boys since day one. Well Yeah, man, man. Hey, congrats, man. Indeed, nope. indeed. Uh tonight uh is the last night of forty five's campaign. I mean well forty five's um presidency. Tomorrow we'll be swearing in a new president. Uh I am definitely with the shenanigans. Um, so first thing I do when I get up, uh, Alexa, can you please play Hit the Road Jack? Followed <laughs> by uh, A New Day by Patti LaBelle. Followed by Get Gone by Ideal. So I have my plate, my, my inauguration playlist already ready. I because did the Huh? I did with the R&B group. Yeah. Get yeah. your bags. Get the hell on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you no more. Come on, Kel. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does he preach, but he sings. <laughs> but a wife told me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that. Uh, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, you've been listening to a production of Sideline Junkies. You got Junie, you got Delante, you got me, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. Happy birthday, Ben. <laughs>